Glory to God. How y'all doing tonight? Y'all doing all right? All right then, all right. Well, I'm doing good. You know, we've been up under attack, but you know what? I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Huh? The Bible tells us to be careful for nothing. Amen? Amen. So we're going to get right into this word tonight. Amen? And, and, uh, and this, this right here, this is really good. This is really good. And I know somebody's being blessed by this teaching uh, uh, on careful for nothing. I know Pastor Annette was awesome last week. I really enjoyed her. Didn't, wasn't she good, y'all? Amen. And, and you know, Pastor Pastor Justin kicked this kicked it off, and and with talking about trust, and he said that we're to be free from all worry and fear. And he talked from Isaiah uh, 26 verse 3, say that will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on Thee, because he trusts in Thee. And then he talked about the phrase, "I don't care." He said it's not about ignoring responsibilities. And it's not about ignoring excellence. It's not about stopping your pursuit of excellence. The phrase, I don't care, is about walking above fear. Is anybody walking above fear today? All right, then. All right. He said, I don't care is a decision about the heart and a decision of your mind. Amen. The phrase, I don't care, is about a decision to refuse to carry what God is meant to carry and a decision to refuse to carry what Jesus has already carried. Why are we going to set up and worry about something when Jesus already carried it for us? Huh? Either you trust him or you don't. Either it will work or it won't. What do you believe? Are you a believer? Believers believe, don't they? All right then. And then Pastor Trey came and put a little icing on it and talked about thinking like a child. He said, we're no longer children. We don't overact. And then he talked to us from 1 Corinthians 13. He said, verse 11, when I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. And when I became a man, I put away childish things. So we are not to always continue to think like children. Amen? Amen? Then he said, it's time for our thinking to come up. Amen. Huh? We're coming up to new degrees of peace. Amen. See, we, we're not to run around here in turmoil, upset about every little bitty thing that happened to us. We are to walk around in peace. Why? Because the Prince of Peace lives in me. He's in you. Are you a believer? Are you saved? Then the Prince of Peace is in you. And we shouldn't allow any and everything to upset us. Especially when we go to the doctor and get a report, a bad report. You know, we, we, you know, we don't worry about what the doctors say. Doctor, it is true what you said. I, I, I acknowledge that. I, I, you know, I thank you for your expertise. But, but I choose to believe what the Word of God says. I don't care. I'm going to be healed. Amen. I'm healed. Amen. See, that, we, we got to get that attitude. Praise God. And last week, I said last week, <laughs> Pastor Annette talked about God's peace. 
And she said that God's peace is not like the world's peace. The world's peace is only if you don't have turmoil. In other words, it, with the world, if you're not going through something, then, you know, you don't have peace, you know. If, if, if you're not going through something, you know, then you might, you know, have some peace. But if you're going through something, there's no peace. But you, don't you know you can be going through something and have peace in the midst of the storm? Huh? You can be going through something and have peace in the storm. I'm a witness of that. I was going through a storm. I was in a storm. I was in a financial storm. I was in a physical storm, and I had peace in my storm. Huh? When, when they told me, say, you may not walk again. You, you may not do this. I, I, I didn't care. I, we, I hadn't been taught on this, but I knew the word. I knew the word, Patty. And the word said that my God, huh? He'll take care of me. My God. He'll supply every need that I have. Amen. Guess what? He did it. Hallelujah. I'm walking today. Huh? Don't get upset with your doctors. And Reen, I tell you this, I did that. I, I did. I, 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 got, I really got upset with this doctor, Patty, and I started, man, I, see, I'll tell you, I got mad, and I started crying, and I'm, I said, he told, me, he told me I'm not healed, and I know I'm healed. I had a broke neck. Y'all don't know, some of y'all don't I had fifth and seventh vertebrae and my neck broke. I could have chose to get upset, but I didn't care what he said. I didn't care what he said. I was standing on the word of God by his stripes. I am healed. Huh? What are you going to do? When a circumstance come up in your life, what are you going to do? Go grab the word of God. Huh? Get the word. Proverbs 4 says, my son, pay attention unto my words, for they are life to those that find them. Get a bad report. Okay, I, I, I thank you for that report, but I don't care. Amen? And I'm going to talk about being safe in him. I'm going to say that again. Being safe in him. Huh? Don't you know we're safe in God? No weapon that is formed. Watch, watch it now. He didn't say they wasn't going to be formed against you. But he said he, he, he say they would not prosper. Huh? They, they might form a, 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 a something against you, Pastor Justin, but it ain't going to prosper. It ain't going to prosper. Huh? You better know who you are in Christ and whose you are. Amen? Our foundation scripture is John 14, verse 1. And it says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God? Believe also in me. Now, when trouble come against you, y'all not be so quick to get upset. That's what he's saying. If you believe in God, believe also in me. Huh? Let's go down to, let's go to John 14, 26. John 14, 26. It said, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, or the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you 
all things. Say all. all. And bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Glory to God. I want to read that in the uh, Amplified, verse uh, 26. It says, but the comforter, the counselor. Do y'all, do anybody need a counselor today? Do anybody need a counselor? That comforter, the Holy Spirit, he's a counselor. Amen. He's a helper. Do anybody need some help up in here today? He's a helper. Do you need some help? You can call on the helper. It says he's a helper. He's an intercessor. Huh? You need somebody to intercede for you? He's an advocate. He's a strengthener. Who needs strengthening up in here? Somebody say, well, I'm still so weak. I don't know what to do. I, he's a strengthener. He'll give you strength. Amen. Amen. He's a standby. Amen. And it says, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, in my place. Now, he, the Father going to send the Holy Spirit in Jesus' place, huh? to represent me and act on my behalf. He will teach you all things, huh? And he will cause you to recall, remind you of, bring to your remembrance everything I have told you. Now, if the Holy Spirit is going to bring to your remembrance something that the Father has said, then that let me know, then I have to first put something in me in order for him to bring it to my remembrance. Huh? You, he, you have to put something down on the inside of you in order for him to bring it back to your remembrance. If you're not in the Word of God, if you're not in this book called the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E, if you're not picking this up and feeding your spirit, huh? then when you need a word from God, the Holy Spirit cannot bring to your remembrance something that you have not put in you. I'm talking to somebody. Verse 27 says, Peace I leave with you. I'm reading the Amplified. My own peace I now give and bequeath to you. Not as the world gives to give, do I give to you, do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Stop allowing yourself to be agitated and disturbed and do not permit yourself to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. That's the word. Oh, y'all got quiet on that. Huh? Don't be agitated when, when trouble come up against you. Get the word of God and stand on it. He said, well, I can't find those scriptures. They got a, what they call a concordance in the back of your Bible. Look up one word and, and find it. And you start running scripture. Next thing you know, that word is going to jump out at you. That, and then it's, it's something on the inside. It's going to say something. And you, you're going to know that you know that you know that this is it. This is the word from God. See, when you get that word of God, you're safe in him. huh? That word is the only thing that's going to keep you safe. Why? Because the word of God 
The Bible says in Ephesians say that the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. That's your, that's your weapon to fight with, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. My, my, my. Paul talks about some cares coming on him. But they were not in him. And Peter talks about casting his cares on him. Now, see, there were some cares that came on Paul. Amen? There were some cares that came on him. But Paul didn't choose to let them in. Amen? He, 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 he didn't choose to let them on the inside of him. See, there's some things that going to come against us, but you got a choice to make. You can either let them in or you can keep them out. Huh? Amen. So, so which one are you going to do? Are you going to let them in or are you going to keep them out? What, what are you going to do? Huh? How, how am I going to keep these fears that, that's troubling me how am I going to keep them from coming in? How will I stop these fears from... Well, Peter said, casting down imagination. That's what he said, didn't he? Huh? Praise God. Amen. Glory to God. So when, when, a, when a care come on you, this word cast, it means to throw. It means to throw. Now, I'm just kind of taking my time a little bit here, and I'm trying not to just go real fast, because and, and this is a teaching thing right here, right? And so I just want to teach a little bit, if that's all right. I want to just teach just a little bit, okay? This word, cast, means to throw. In other words, we need to throw our cares over to God. Don't care him. Why are you going to carry what he's already meant to carry for you? Give them to him. Huh? Just give it to God. Don't worry about it. I don't care. I'm giving it to God. Amen. Amen. And, and when we do that, then we know that everything is going to be all right when we give it to God. Amen. How can I keep from being troubled and afraid? He gave us his peace. Huh? Didn't he give us his peace? His peace can occupy the place in our heart and mind that the fear and trouble would have occupied. His peace can occupy that place. Huh? That the fear would have occupied. Philippians 4 and 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. If you always rejoice and then when do you have time to be troubled or upset if you're always rejoicing? Huh? Come on now. I, I need y'all to stay with me. If you're always rejoicing in the Lord, when do you have time to be upset and worry about what somebody's saying and what they, what they did to you or, or what they didn't do? Or, you don't have time for this. Why? Because you're rejoicing in God. Huh? Glory to God. 
Verse 5 says, let your moderation be known unto all men. This word moderation, they don't talked about it so many different ways and, and you know it says the Lord is at hand this, the Greek word for moderation is forbearance forbearance okay it's considerableness reasonableness one translation says let your sweet reasonableness be made known to man Huh? Glory to God. Verse 6. Be careful for nothing. Be anxious about nothing. Don't, don't, don't be anxious about anything. But in everything by prayer and supplication. This word supplication is just a, a request or petition. With thanksgiving, let your request be made known to who? God with prayer and supplication. Let your request be made known to God. What is it that you're dealing with? Go to God about it. Don't go to your friend and tell him because a lot of times some of them ain't saved and they ain't gonna, they ain't gonna have to give you the right answer no way. Huh? They're gonna tell you what they think is right, but the Bible said that there is a way that seems right huh, unto a man, but the end thereof is death. See, they're they telling you what it seemed like. It's, to me, it seemed like, you know, I, I just don't understand. And then you will begin to rationalize with what they're saying. You'll begin to roll that thing over in your mind, and then the next thing you know, you're saying, well, you know, that, that do make a little sense. No, no, look, I, what do the word say? If they can't talk the word, then you tell them, I don't care. Huh? I don't care. I don't want to hear it. I've been told because someone was talking to me about a situation and, and, I, and I just, I knew it wasn't, you know, lining up with the word. I said, I don't care. And I was told, you selfish. I don't care. <laughs> told me I was selfish. I said, I don't care. I'm standing on the word. Do not compromise God's word with the world. Huh? We cannot compromise this word with the world. Glory to God. If I'm, if I'm anxious for nothing, when is my heart trouble? If I'm anxious for nothing. Huh? When am I depressed? Depression is something that the believer is not supposed to have. Panic attacks we're not supposed to have ever. Panic attacks we're not supposed to have ever. Huh? It's hard to find someone in here who has never yielded to fear. But did you have to? Mm. Did you have to yield to it? Huh? You have someone say, but I can't help it. I tried to be strong and, and not get upset. But if it happened to you, you'd get upset too. What are they saying? What are they saying? There are situations where it's just too much. Is anything too hard for God? I don't care what they say. Is there anything too hard for God? Huh? You're saying, well, I, this is just too much. I, Ain't nothing can be done about this. 
not according to the word. Huh? This is ignoring the words of Jesus. There is victory in believing the word of God. Amen? First Peter 5 and 7 says, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. There is victory in believing the word of God. It's the enemy's plan to keep you and I upset about something all the time. The Bible says that, there are, that we are not ignorant of his devices. Huh? If he can't get you this way or that way, then guess what? I'm going to show you what the devil will do. If he can't get you this way or that way, he's going to start taking talk about your kid. And I know some of y'all, mom, no, you talk about me. Don't you talk about my kid. He just got you. He just got you. But, but can I just tell the truth, y'all? I, I'm just being me. I'm being real. Now, some of us, us, I'm a, us black folk. Now, don't talk about my mama. You talk about me, but don't you talk about my mama. See, that, that, now, when you start that right there, now the devil just figured you out. Everybody in your neighborhood going to start talking about, yeah, your mama. You know, and then next thing you know, you're going to be ready to fight and do something, huh? But this is a, the trick of the enemy, y'all. Huh? Let not your heart be troubled. They talk about you, say, well, I don't care. Huh? Sometimes it may hurt. Sometimes you may have to leave and go off by yourself and cry. Go by, by yourself and cry. Huh? I mean, this is laughable, but it's the truth, y'all. It's the truth. And see, something we don't want to deal with in church, but we got to be real and tell it all. Huh? Yeah, I mean, that's it, it, just the way it is. Amen? Peter say, casting all your cares upon him. It don't matter what you have. Cast it over. Cast means to throw. Throw it over on him. Oh, give it to God. Some of, our, some of the mothers, y'all worry about these kids too much. Give them to God. Yeah. Give them to God. Pastor Annette talked about when her son was over in Fiji and that the, the typhoon or whatever she was wearing, but she said she gave it to God. Say she went in there and found a scripture and she gave it to God and everything turned out all right. But you gave it to God, didn't you? That's what I'm talking about. We got to give it to God, ladies and gentlemen. Why? Because we're safe in him. Amen? First Peter 5, verse 8. It says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about. Now, wait a minute. Let's stop right there. It says, as a roaring lion. Didn't say he was a roaring lion. Huh? Say, yeah, he's as. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a nature guy. I like National Geographic. He's just roaring, making up a lot of noise, ain't scaring nobody. But see, if we don't have this word in us, we'll be like the old gazelle when he make that loud noise, then you, we'll go to running. See, it's as a lamb. Huh? And he says, seeking whom he may devour. What is he trying to do all the time to everybody. What is he trying to do? John 10, 10. Steal, kill, and destroy. Huh? That's what he's trying to do all the time. And you know, I was talking to one of my brothers one day, and I was talking about this scripture. 
and, and, and you know God say that, that the word of God, uh, 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 now that the traditions of man has made the word of God of non-effect. And I, and I used to hear this scripture. And if I'm the only one, y'all, y'all tell me the truth. It said, Satan come but to kill. Did he say, and steal and destroy? Did y'all hear it like that? Kill, steal, and destroy. But that ain't what the scripture says. Oh, I got something now, brother. Oh, we're going to teach this thing. Is this teaching, Pastor? All right. It says, John 10, 10 says, A thief cometh not, watch this, but for to steal. The first word is steal. Huh? Now watch this. I'm helping somebody because we... I was always, I always misquoted, Satan come to kill, steal, and destroy. Well, if he can steal the word of God, huh? The Bible say that he comes immediately to steal that which was sown. So then if he can steal the word and God say my word is life, huh? Then he can kill and destroy you, Huh? Y'all get that? Don't allow him to steal the word. If he can't steal the word, then he can't kill you. It's some people that he know that he can't mess with. That's why he go and get the ones that he can. Because there's some people that he can't just can't, he can't touch them. Why? Because they got too much word down on the inside of them. Am I helping anybody? I'm telling y'all, you better get this word. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. As I talked about earlier, Paul talks about these cares coming on him, but they were not in him. And Peter talks about casting his cares on him. The word cast means to throw, getting it off of you and onto him. In other words, when you cast something, you're throwing it. You're getting it off of you and onto him, onto God. Amen. Now, Brother Kenneth Hagin once said that you can't prevent birds from flying over your head, but you can prevent them from building a nest in your house. Huh? That's what he said. And it's the same way with uh, thoughts uh, thoughts and suggestions. You can't prevent feelings and thoughts and suggestions and temptations from coming to you from the outside, but you don't have to receive them. What did Jesus say to Peter? Take no thought. What did he say? Take no thought, huh? About what you're going to eat or what you're going to wear, how you're going to pay your bills or where you're going to live. What about the kids? Take no thought. Take no thought about these things. Are you not more important than the birds of the air? Don't, he, he take care of them. He feeds them. How much more important are you? Huh? Come on, y'all. Worry will break you down. I'm going to say that again. Worry will break you down. It will make you sick, and it will age you prematurely. And Pastor Annette talked about that last week. We literally can't handle Weary. Amen. Second Corinthians eleven twenty eight says, Beside those things, 
that are without. That which cometh up on me daily, the care of all the churches. The, N the HNV said, beside those things that are outside, there is that which presses on me daily anxiety for all the assemblies. Second Corinthians 1 and 8 say, for we don't desire to have you uniform, brothers, concerning our afflictions, which happened to us in Asia, that we were weighed down exceedingly beyond our power, so much that we were despaired even of life. The ASV say, for we would not have you ignorant, brother, concerning our afflictions which befell us in Asia, that we were weighed down exceedingly beyond our power, insomuch that we despaired even of life. I don't have to worry. I don't have to get upset. People will literally get mad at you if you don't get upset with them, if you don't worry with them. They got, they got a problem on their mind and they tell you about it. They want you to worry. And if then you tell them, well, I ain't going to worry about it. They get mad at you. They get mad at you and start wanting to say all kind of ugly things to you. Amen? Second Corinthians 4 and 8 says, we are troubled. Now, this is faith right here. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. The word trouble literally means crowd, to crowd. We are crowd, crowded, okay? It means to squeeze. The RV says, we're pressed on every side, but we're not distressed. The Greek literally means cramped. Pressed, but not cramped. Oh, yeah, we, 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 it's, it's pressing on me, but, but, but I'm not cramped, huh? And see, we got to, we got to understand this. We got to understand. Press, but not squeeze. It's pressing, on, it's pushing on me, but it's not squeezing me on the inside. We are troubled. That word troubled is pressed on every side, yet not distressed, yet not cramped. We are perplexed, but not in despair. See, the, the, sometimes we got some stuff that's really be pressing on us and we don't want to, don't know what to do. We don't know who to talk to. But what you got to do is go find what does the word say about that situation that you're dealing with. It's in the word. It's in the word. You got to go to this word and find it. Verse 9 say, persecuted but not forsaken, cast down but not destroyed. Yeah, you're going to go through something. Amen. Verse 16 says, For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man, talking about the outward man, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. That inward man, we got to renew him day by day. How do I renew that inward man? We got to feed him day by day with the word of God. Every day when you get up in the morning, you got to give him some word. That, that's the only way you can renew. Because every day we're learning something new. Yeah. Amen? Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But there's, there are some that this may not uh, work on otherwise. Like, like I said earlier, it wouldn't be worded that way. Who is he looking for? 
Who is the devil looking for? I said it earlier, the ones that he can devour. Huh? That means that there are some that he crossed, it just doesn't work on. Joseph, there's some people that you come and try to get on, it just don't work on. Why? Because they, they got too much word in them. They speak the word. Amen. When I think about Dr. Seville, oh man, and I love Dr. Seville, and I look at his walk, and I look at how the enemy has attacked him, and I look at him up and going and how he's going. It just don't work on him. It just don't work on him. It's it's formed against him, but it will not prosper. Huh? Oh, man. Man, that's an example. I mean, and and when I think of, and I look at Brother Jerry, I think about Paul. I got to, I, I, I know y'all, I, I'm, I'm, finna, I'm, finna, I'm finna show y'all something here. And this is really good, what I'm finna show you about Paul. Oh, man, I, I know. I, I got y'all on the edge, just chilling and things, but I'm finna show you something. Yes. At some point, he have to take a break and go find somebody that will yield to it. We never, ever have to yield to the enemy. I'm going to say that again. We, the believers, never ever have to yield to the enemy. Huh? We don't have to yield to fear. We don't have to yield to worry and anxiety. We don't have to yield to depression. Say this out loud with me. I never have to yield to anger, frustration, anxiety. I never have to yield to these things. Never ever. Never, ever, you never, ever have to yield to it. Amen? Amen. What does this mean? It's possible to resist them every time they come against you. Huh? And if you do that, you begin to live the life that Jesus is talking about. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You begin to live that life. Huh? We're not supposed to fear, ladies and gentlemen. We, not, we are not to fear what the enemy can do to us. Why? Because we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus, which strengthens us. Huh? Why are we running from the devil? The Bible tells us to resist him, and he will flee from us. Amen? Glory to God. Now, this is what I really want to talk about. Let's talk a little bit about Paul. Go with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. If you have the message translation, would you put that up there so they can see this? Oh, man, this is good right here. You think you've been through something. I thought I've been through something. I haven't been through nothing compared to what this man went through. And I'm like, God, now, if he can go through that, I can make it. I can make it. He says, this is Paul's, he says, I've worked much harder, been jailed more often, oh, glory to God, been beaten up more times than I can count, and at death's door, time after time, I've been flogged. This word flogged here, it means severely beaten. Paul is saying, I've been severely beaten five times with the Jews' 39 lashes, beaten by Roman rods three times, pummeled, that word pummeled there means to beat or thrash, 
as, as with the fish, but you know he was stoned with rocks. So this word here, it means to thrash. He, he, was, he was stoned with rocks once. He said, I've been shipwrecked three times and immersed in the open sea for a night and a day. I've been in shipwreck and I've been out there in the sea, out in the sea for a night and a day. And I was reading this and I'm like, wait a minute. Did they have live jackets back then? <laughs> I mean, he's in the sea, out in the sea for a night and a day. I'm like, you know, I'm thinking about all our modern stuff that we have for a night and a day at sea. And I'm trying to figure out if he had a live jacket. He probably was floating on a piece of the wood or something. <laughs> Glory to God. Let's keep reading. In hard traveling, you're in and you're out. I've had to ford rivers. That, that word ford, that means he had to cross rivers by feet. He had to cross them by feet. And uh, he said, fend off robbers, struggle with friends, struggle with foes. That, that's your uh, enemy, your adversary, or your rival. I've been at risk in the city at risk in the country, endangered by desert sun, the heat out in the desert got him, and sun and sea storm, and betrayed by some, by those I thought were my brothers. Some of those might be in here today. <laughs> I've known drudgery, hard work, unskilled, degrading, and hard labor, many a long night without sleep, many a missed meal, blasted by the cold, naked to the weather. Glory to God. Now this man done been through something, y'all. This man done missed a many meals and got beat up and, and out in the, got out in the, out in the sea for a, a day and a night and, 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 and stoned and left for dead. But you know what Paul did? Paul had a, a, a revelation of the word of God. Oh God. 2 Corinthians 4 and 17. Oh, you got to get this. Woo, glory. Mm. Look what Paul said. For our light afflictions. Woo. Paul said our light affliction. This word affliction is, means pressure. In other words, Paul was saying, for our light pressure, which is but for a moment. Oh, my God. Everything he went through, he said, it's just light, light affliction. It's only momentary. Only momentary. Oh, my God. This man done got beat, left for dead, stoned, whipped, beat up, everything. He said, but these light afflictions, they're but for a moment. What are you going through? It's but for a moment. It's light pressure. It's just light pressure. It's for a moment. You know, that, that's it. And, and when I thought about this, you know, I had an opportunity to get upset and things were... Uh, in the, over the last couple of weeks, we had a couple of deaths in the family and things, and we buried my wife's father on yesterday, and we had an opportunity to get upset and, and frustrated and things, but, but when I read this, I say, but it's just a light affliction, light pressure. It's just light pressure. It's just for a moment. Amen. You know, I, I know we, we don't want to say this and things, but, but the word of God say it's just light pressure. Huh? Everything, no matter what you're going through. He said, casting all, say all, all, all that do that include death, huh? 
all your cares upon him. Why? For he cares for you. All your cares. All. Glory to God. And I thank God for this word. Because this word is what carries do. He said, let not your heart be troubled. No matter what we're going through, we got to have the attitude, I don't care. Amen? I, it doesn't matter. I mean, pastor been teaching this stuff to us. Y'all, we got to get this stuff. We have to apply this stuff to our life. You know, don't just get it and leave here. Oh, that was a good message that uh, Brother Boone preached tonight. Wasn't, oh, yeah, it was good. And go home and throw your Bible up under the table. That ain't going to work. It ain't going to work, y'all. We got to get the Bible. And we got to get in it. We got to get in it. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's keep going. One y'all all familiar with. Glory to God. I'm getting ready to call. Psalm 91. Psalm 91. Y'all go there with me. We, we, we worry people, ain't we? Can I just teach the word? Psalm 91 and 1. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of Almighty. I will say of the Lord. Now, this, this is our part right here. This is what we ought to be saying. I will say of the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Pastor Justin started it off talking about trusting in God. Huh? Here he is talking about, and I will trust in him. We got to trust in him. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come near you. Amen. Dwell means to live. In other words, he say, he that live in the secret place. Oh, glory to God. I, I, you ask me where I live. I live in the secret place of the Most High. That's where I live. Where, where, where do you live, Vic? I live in the secret place, huh? Of the Most High. Glory to God. The secret place of the Most High is where you ought to live. I live under the shadow of Almighty. Almighty, that's El Shaddai. Uh huh. He is my refuge and my fortress. See, we're safe in him. A fortress is somewhere to, to keep you out, keep people from getting in. A fortress. See, we're safe in him when we're in that fortress. Amen? Amen? My God in him I trust. Trust is what gets you there in the place of rest in him. Okay, now watch this. If trust gets us there, what gets us out? Fear. Worry. Gets you out 
of that safety. Huh? See? If trust gets you in, fear gets you out. Amen? Verse 9 says, Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation. Habitation is where you live. Huh? That, that's where you live at. That's the place where I live is that habitation. And because, verse 10 says, because you've done that, there shall no evil befall you there, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. It's the Bible, ladies and gentlemen. It's the word of God. No evil shall befall you there. Amen? In that, in, in that safety, in, in his safety, up under the shadows of the Almighty. No, no, nothing can get to you there. Amen? Why? Because you're in the secret place, what do the devil want you to do? I just told you. He want to get you out of that secret place. If he can get you out of there, the secret place, then he can kill and destroy you if he can get you out of there. Amen? Amen. Psalms 27 and 5. For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. That sounds like a safe place. His pavilion? In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. Oh, glory to God. Do that sound like a safe place? <laughs> glory to God Psalm 61 and 1 hear my cry O God attend unto my prayer from the end of the earth will I cry unto thee when my heart is overwhelmed lead me to the rock that is higher than I lead me to that safe place that's higher than me lead me Lord to that safe place that's gonna, that's gonna keep me safe that's higher than me did y'all get anything out of this tonight Glory to God. I, I tell you tonight, let not your heart be troubled. Don't let it be troubled. Huh? Don't let it be troubled because the greater one is on the inside of you. And long as he's in you, guess what? You got the victory. You have the victory. Amen? Amen. God bless you. Come on, Pastor. Uh, Joseph or whoever. Thank you, Lord. Now, um, before Joe's going to receive our, our tithes and offerings tonight, but you know, I was talking to someone um, this past week and had lunch with him, someone that's a part of our church, and he was uh, spent about eighteen months in Iraq, and then he was in Afghanistan, did a couple tours there, and um, he was actually an, an MP, which he trained Iraqi police, and and so every day that he would have to plan a route into these different areas in Iraq. And, and, you know, with being a believer, you know, that's something that he would teach his, his squad. It was about 13, 12 to 13 people in his squad. And, and every day he, they, he, he would pray Psalms 91 and, and he would just ask the Lord, which, which way do you want me to go? 
which way do you want us to go? And he just talked about times where where he would go certain places and and he says he goes no he goes we got bombed all the time it wasn't just you know he said but there was times where rockets flew over our heads there was things that they would fly over our heads and all of a sudden change directions and um, he said even one time he was in a hurry about about making a you know about having to um, make a change and they had to, they had to know his route well he was in the middle of doing stuff and he said well pick this route. And so he ended up picking that, that route, and, and they came back and said, well, no, we're going to have you go ahead and stay here today because that route's already taken, so just stay here with your squad. Well, come to find out, the squad that went, went in, on that same route before him, everyone was lost. They blew up a bridge, and everyone in that particular squad was lost. And he said, out of my squad, you know, he said, he says, we didn't lose anyone. In over, in over 18, 18 months, he said, he goes, we got hit with IEDs. We got hit, you know, we had things where IEDs is where copper filled thing that just blows up and it's like an iron fist and it goes right through a tank. And he said, we had one person that it, it went through his leg. But other than that, we didn't lose any, any people my whole time of being in Iraq or in Afghanistan, you know. And, and so just because he believed and he, he, he was serious about listening to God about him being his refuge. Amen. So thank you, Vic, because just it, like I said, this aspect of I don't care, it's, it's, no, it's about trust. I'm trusting God. I'm refusing to carry the care. Amen.